He was not easy. Who was that? Is that the mayor that shut up? <laughs> Is that Rudy? Oh, Rudy got up here. Another great man who has been uh, really a, a friend to me. But I'll tell you, I got to know him as a competitor. Dr. Ben Carson. Where's Ben? Where is Ben? And by the way, Mike Huckabee is here someplace, and he is fantastic. Mike and his family, Sarah, thank you very much. General Mike Flynn. Where is Mike? And General Kellogg. We have over 200 generals and admirals that have endorsed our campaign. And they're special people, and it's really an honor. We have 22 Congressional Medal of Honor recipients. We have just tremendous people. A very special person who, believe me, and you know, I'd read reports that I wasn't getting along with him. I never had a bad second with him. He's an unbelievable star. He is, that's right, how did you possibly guess? So, let me tell you about Reince. And I've said this. I said Reince, and I know it, I know it. Look at all those people over there. I know it. Reince is a superstar. But I said, they can't call you a superstar, Reince, unless we win. Because you can't be called a superstar like Secretariat. If Secretariat came in second, Secretariat would not have that big, beautiful bronze bust at the track at Belmont. You're listening to President-elect Donald J. Trump here live on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB at 3.02 in the morning. A very historic morning here in America. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's about time you did this right. Huh? My God. Well, say a few words. No, come on. Say something. Ladies and gentlemen, the next president of the United States, Donald Trump. Thank you. It's been an honor. God bless. Thank God. Amazing guy. Our partnership with the RNC was so important to the success and what we've done. So I also have to say I've gotten to know some incredible people, the Secret Service people. They're tough, and they're smart, and they're sharp, and I don't want to mess around with them, I can tell you. And when I want to go and wave to a big group of people, and they rip me down and put me back down in the seat, but they are fantastic people, so I want to thank the Secret Service. And law enforcement in New York City. They're here tonight. These are spectacular people, sometimes underappreciated, unfortunately, but we appreciate them. We know what they go through. So it's been what they call a historic event, but to be really historic, we have to do a great job. And I promise you that I will not let you down. We will do a great job. We will do a great job. I look very much forward to being your president. 
And hopefully at the end of two years or three years or four years or maybe even eight years, you will say, so many of you worked so hard for us, but you will say that, you will say that that was something that you were really were very proud to do. And, and I can thank you very much. And I can only say that while the campaign is over, our work on this movement is now really just beginning. We're going to get to work immediately for the American people. And we're going to be doing a job that hopefully you'll be so proud of your president. You'll be so proud. Again, it's my honor. It was an amazing evening. It's been an amazing two-year period. And I love this country. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you to Mike Pence. Thank you, everybody. An amazing moment in American history. There you go. Breaking news here on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. The soon-to-be 45th president of the United States, President-elect Donald Trump. Um, what what a cycle. <laughs> what a campaign and what a night. Um, the most unexpected uh, presidential election of my lifetime. Um, and certainly this is uh, this is shocking and stunning people on both sides of the aisle. Uh, some taking it well, some not so well, but uh, it is what it is. We have elected our 45th president. He is Donald Trump. We are going to come back with more of your calls. Bill Crane, Eric Von Hessler, and Jared Yamamoto in studio with me, Mark Aram. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Welcome back to the show. 312 in the AM. Do not adjust your dial. Mark Aram here. You there. It's Wednesday morning on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB, and you are waking up to President-elect Donald J. Trump. Yes, indeed, the miracle of all miracles, Donald Trump defeats Hillary Clinton. So this is not a dream here. This is not a dream. Uh, I'm hitting myself right now. This is real <laughs> life, Mark. An unexpected biggest uh, political stunner in history, Bill Crane. I mean, Dewey Truman, they, they stopped polling after Labor Day, so, I mean... I, we we were pulling up till yesterday, and no one predicted this. I certainly in my lifetime, I can't say in the history of the United States, yeah. there have been some surprising election results over the years. But I would say certainly within the last, uh, back to Eisenhower, yeah, uh, yeah, biggest upset win, biggest surprise. Now the polling was tight, and the national results at the end on the popular vote, they didn't miss it all that much. Mm-hmm. But the exit polling and any number of other signs. And individual polls in battleground states did definitely point to a different outcome. Before you pass out from exhaustion, I'm going to ask you a, a difficult question. Ask maybe away. maybe not difficult. Now that we've seen the electoral map and we pretty much know what states were won and lost and by whom, the biggest surprise to you, what, what state victory for Donald Trump tonight was the biggest surprise for you? More of the basically inside straight that he dealt himself while he was doing the bank shot shooting pool. That he got... <laughs> Florida, North Carolina, Ohio, all the states that he had to win. Yeah. Um, by not comfortable margins, but by enough. Yeah. In states, in most cases, that he was not forecast to win. So it was the combination of Florida, which he had to have, Ohio, North Carolina, those those states alone, 
But since then, Wisconsin, Michigan. Michigan probably would be the largest single surprise from where it was a week or two ago. I agree. And uh, th- there's just so much to process right now. Let me go to the phones because people want to obviously speak on this historic night. 404-872-0750. Francis is in Atlanta. Francis, here on the Mark Aram Show. Oh, come on. What? I'm sorry. He fell asleep. Your husband, Francis, fell asleep? This is uh, Francis. Are you, and you're awake, and you're on the air, so welcome to the program. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> two things. Yes, dear. I'm not impressed with Obamacare because of what happened to me this spring. I was out of work for five months. Mm-hmm. I looked at all Obamacare things, you know, offers. None of them. It's like three visits a year to a doctor for $100 a month or $300 a month. I'm yeah. sorry almost as much as COBRA. Nobody ever said anything about that because they haven't been out of work, a lot of them, you know? But I noticed it, and I also would have been penalized for not for walking away from let, the Let me just jump in real quick. So I would, I would from, from what I can gather, you are happy mm-hmm. about the Trump victory then? I'm happy as hell. Okay. I am real happy. <laughs> and I'm Cuban-American, but I tell you what, uh, that has nothing to do with it. I'm Hispanic, but I'm not Mexican. Cuban? I'll tell you what, Cubans love the Mark Aram show. Uh, Francis, yeah. let me ask, were you expecting this? Saying, when, you wake, huh? when you woke up Tuesday morning, were you expecting this victory? N- not really. I was kind of depressed. So, yeah. you know, I worked uh, long hours yesterday. I like the honesty there. That she didn't uh, expect the victory, but a, a lot of the Trump people, and 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 I was a doubter. I, you know, everyone, we're going to win this. We're going to win this, and they did in in stunning fashion. It's kind of I, like will, a... I will be calling Wednesday and Thursday. I told you so, days, and I'm going to hear it and hear it yeah. and hear it and hear it. Well, I I I am the first to admit I from. Day one, I didn't think he, this would happen. Yeah, my Democrat friends have kind of had this uh, swagger about them, you sure. know, like, oh, you know, it's not going to be close. You know, this is going to be over. I, I said to say, I don't o'clock. know if I had a swagger about it because um, I certainly didn't, uh, wasn't looking forward to Hillary Clinton being the president elect, but I assumed that's what would happen. And boom, uh, Cleophis, Cleophis, one of the yeah, weirdest. Uh, how do you pronounce that name, sir? It's, it's Cleophis there. Everybody call me Cleo. Hey, Cleo, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I waited a while. I just want to give President uh, uh, Trump a shout-out from Atlanta, Georgia. And I took a, a lot of abuse from my family and friends for uh, speaking up for him. And now <laughs> I wish being now? President Trump would give me a shout-out in Atlanta, Georgia, to let them know. I'm gonna, you know what, uh, Cleo? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet him real quick and tell him to give you a shout. Uh, real quick, uh, Eric von Hessler and Bill Crane, uh, Donald Trump's speech there. We didn't, we didn't talk about that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a little tired. Um, that, that I think was the the most presidential sounding and looking he's seen since the campaign began. That that was. That was pretty uh, a pretty solid. Uh, he was he was magnanimous and classy. Yeah. He's done that a few times in rallies and when he's been sticking to script. We did that largely when he announced his economic policy. But um, not knowing how many people watching, given that it was nearly three o'clock in the morning when he did it, I was impressed. Saying very nice things about his yep. opponent after threatening to put her in jail. He at called time. her Secretary Clinton. He did and not he, uh, lying. He also said that he okay. that she had given much, done much service to the country and that should be appreciated. Candidates always do that. Usually you hear some booze from the crowd. I was surprised. No booze from the crowd. I don't know if that was coached 
or what, but uh, it was very, uh, look, he hit all the right notes. For, for his first appearance as president-elect, I was impressed. Um, he, was, he was very humble, and I, I don't know if I would have been humble in his uh, position to, to pull off this upset. There's still plenty of time. For to the... spike the football? <laughs> he hasn't spiked the football yet. Uh, David's in social circle. David, welcome to the show. Hey. Hey, buddy. Very happy, very excited. I had to be one of those closet Trump supporters. There, there's a lot of them, apparently. Large Obama fans, factory. So, but the only thing that'll make it better if, if you can get Autumn Fisher and Tim Andrews to have the phone conversation that we could not hear. Don't think it wasn't <laughs> the first thing I thought of. <laughs> I actually have to do a podcast at ten. And I hope you have it on your podcast or something, man, because that would be. I have to do the podcast at ten o'clock in the morning, so I'll be pretty much asleep. I'm going to give the show to them. That's my alarm going off to wake up. Oh, this is when you usually <laughs> wake up. At 3.19 a.m. is when my alarm goes off to uh, come in and do... Hey, uh, David, uh, congratulations to you and the silent majority that uh, pulled off the improbable win, my friend. Yes, thank you guys for keeping me entertained. You two are my favorite hosts. I appreciate it, buddy, and I'm sure Eric does as well. Um, I-, I think when when we do the post-mortem on this, there's going to be a lot of dudes like that. Mm-hmm. Weren't politically involved, weren't necessarily uh, active in, in voting, but uh, Trump struck a chord with that blue-collar, white vote. And and we saw it here somewhat in Georgia, but we really saw it in the Rust Belt, as Eric Von Hessler has dubbed it, the Rust Belt Rebellion. Rebellion. Historic night here on WSB. We are not even close to being done. We'll come back with more of your calls, 404-872-0750. This is WSB. CBS News Special Report, Election 2016. Working together, we will begin the urgent task of rebuilding our nation and renewing the American dream. Donald Trump just elected 45th president of the United States, beating Hillary Clinton, who thought about holding off, but who then called Trump to concede. Hillary has worked very long and very hard over a long period of time, and we owe her a major debt of gratitude for her service to our country. I mean that very sincerely. Our CBS News count showing Trump winning both the national popular vote and the electoral vote, 289 to 218. Just as Trump had predicted all along, whatever the polls and experts had said before the election, let's go to where Trump just spoke, correspondent Barry Bagnato. Tom, it was not the boisterous attack dog Trump that stirred up the working class anger that led him to the presidency. He was conciliatory, extending olive branches to begin the process of trying to unite the divided country, including devastated Democrats. He promised to serve what he called the forgotten people, and he said the hard work now begins. Now for him, though, is a time to revel, and he spent several minutes here in the ballroom of this midtown manhattan hotel shaking the hands of joyous supporters thanking them for standing with him tom and thank you barry congress also staying in republican control cbs news special report i'm tom Fody. welcome back to the show live programming only here on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb your campaign headquarters 404-872-0750 mark aram Bill Crane, Eric Von Hessler, and Jared Yamamoto. Your reaction to the breaking news. If you're just waking up, uh, wiping the crust out of your eyes, going, what's going on on a Wednesday morning? Well, Donald Trump is president-elect. He will be the 45th president of the United States. Inauguration, book your flights now. I am staying with Jamie Dupree, January 20th, 2017, which Bill Crane tells me is a 
Friday. Okay. So we'll make a long week of it, Eric. And by the way, I don't want to, this is uh, maybe going, it, he's the 45th administration, but actually only the 44th president. If because you really of the term Grover Cleveland, yeah, okay. who was president twice, and we count the administration. So he's the 44th person. Fair enough. To be president of the United right. States. Uh, Robert in Atlanta. Robert, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Hey, buddy. I just came from the hire from downtown, and they had a six-minute um, delay on their feed. So I'm not sure exactly what state pushed Trump over. But I will say this, that for the I was very surprised of how easily Trump got control of the entire process tonight. Only one time did um, Hillary lead, and I think that was... Um, it was early on. Um, yes, and, and I was watching... New York Times had the coolest thing up on Twitter. Oh, that gauge? The live uh, analysis, and it was... if I tweeted it out. You can find it. It was the coolest thing to watch because it was like chances of winning. Hillary 80%, Hillary 70 Hillary... It was like a free-for-all... Jared tells me Wisconsin. Yeah, was, Wisconsin and Pennsylvania were called on separate sources, but it, it, most of the sources called Wisconsin. Paul after. Ryan State, which didn't go red in 2012 when he was on the ticket, goes red in 2016. That's amazing. Robert's up next on the show. Hello, Robert. Yeah, hello. Hey. Hey, man, can y'all say Eisenhower, Reagan, Trump? <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm 64 years old. I've been for him since day one when he stood down at Trump Tower and said he's going to run. I've been unemployed for eight years. We built this business. Nobody else built it for us. I've been on food stamps for eight years. I'm so glad to see Trump in that White House. I'm doing cartwheel. I've been up all night, man. I'm so damn glad he's there. What What yeah, are you going to do for a job now, Robert? Are you going to go out in the, in the new Trump no, economy? I'm going to build our business back up. Well, they're, they're going to need help building that wall. They're, they're going to need some strong labor down there. And if uh, the, the, the markets are crashing currently, which is no joking matter. But I would buy uh, stock in what, Bill? Uh, brick manufacturers? Uh, Infrastructure-related industries, steel. Maybe we'll be making it back here in the United States. You know, States. when the whole Brexit thing happened, the markets tanked all over the world, yeah. as they're doing right now, because it's just not what they expected. I would, you know, I would say it's going to go back up. I'd... You know, wait a few days, and if you got some money, I'd, I'd, I'd stick in it there. in some pretty Buy good low. Yeah. Buy low. Sonny's in Atlanta. Sonny, welcome to the show. Yeah. Good morning, guys. How good, are you doing? Good morning, sir. A lifetime independent. This is unbelievable for me. Certainly was not a Trump supporter. I just It's hard for me to, to understand how a narcissistic person becomes the, 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 the chief officer of this, of this country. But uh, it explains very vividly what white privilege is all about. Well, I, I think narcissism is a prerequisite in 2016 for politics, um, and it was, it, listen, uh, the, the working white vote was stronger than the Latino vote, uh, Latino vote. Although the Latino vote for Trump was stronger than was expected. The black vote was down from uh, 08 and 012. Um, it was a perfect storm of uh, the outsider year the outsider candidacy and if hillary couldn't excite those uh it, the, 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 those groups i don't call that white male privilege it was on hillary it was yeah. on hillary to excite those groups and get them out there people who, didn't vote this time who voted the last two times worst democratic candidate in history mondale dukakis hillary uh mondale I, mondale i would say and okay. le least exciting and i mean they're again history's a long way but in the recent history yeah Walter yeah. mondale i think
But I, who, who's basically biggest claim to fame was announcing, you will get a tax increase. I yeah, will raise yeah. your taxes. I'm going to be honest with you. I will raise your taxes. <laughs> Not going to in a debate. Words. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's just amazing. Not that I mean I don't I don't know if Bernie Sanders would have won um, uh, no. against Donald Trump, but um, historically flawed candidates on both sides. And America decided whose flaws were greater. And it, Well, I don't know. When you look at that, that would be my thinking going into the day if it were to happen. But when you look at where the electoral count is now and where it may end up, I'm, not, I'm thinking a lot of people voted for what they wanted. Honestly. I, I don't think that we can stick to that script mm. so much anymore. All it right. wasn't razor thin. He didn't barely win. It's going to be know? well over 300 electoral votes. Yes. And the popular vote within 2%, are we still saying, on the, on the Trump side? The last time I saw the numbers. All right. Uh, we're going to see the numbers again coming up with Mark Aylwine. He's a numbers cruncher. News, weather, and traffic. We'll come back. Aram, Von Hessler, Bill Crane, and Yama Yamamoto. Historic night here on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Your call's next, 404-872-0750. This is WSB. Welcome back to the show at 3.36, 24 in front of 4 o'clock, a live broadcast here. Campaign 26, the shocker of all shockers. Donald Trump <laughs> is the next president of the United States. President-elect Donald J. Trump, you heard it here live on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Complete coverage continues on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade uh, starting at 4.30 a.m. We'll hear from everybody. Uh, Jamie Dupree, Neil Bortz, Eric Erickson. Uh, right now you get to hear from myself, Mark Aram, Bill Crane, WSB political analyst who is uh, sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> and Eric Von Hessler who is jacked up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I've am I'm. got all kinds of uh, caffeine rolling through my veins. And Jared Yamamoto who is uh, smooth as silk. You can't tell if uh, I can't tell if you're... Uh, you're tired, you're happy, you're just millennial. Listen, this is my first rodeo. I'm, I'm, I'm good at these all-nighter things. Do you know what? what's interesting? I was thinking about this during the break. Uh, I was behind the mic in 2008 when um, Barack Obama won the presidency. I believe Bill was in here with me, too. And I was like, well, that's that was a historic moment. And I, that's a moment I'll always remember in my broadcast career. Not so much in 2012. Mm -hmm. uh, that was, you know, second term. All right, we've been here. We've done that. Uh, this is, I'll remember this night forever. This was just an unexpected turn of events. There it is. In 2008, it was historic, but you kind of thought it was going to happen Correct. by the time we got to election night. This, this felt more like 2000. Yeah, I, I was I was prepping. Well, 2000 was it. That's a whole nother, but we didn't yeah. even know. Um, I, was, I went to sleep this morning because I sleep during the day. Fully expecting, all right, what am I going to talk? Clinton wins. What's this mean to the country? But I was not prepared to come yeah. in and say, hey, Donald <laughs> Trump. I had no prep work done on I was Trump thinking, I, Yeah, I was the same way. We'll talk about where does the Republican Party yeah, go exactly. from here. Totally now, wrong. Now it's where did the Democrat Party go from here and who comes up next and who's in the wings. And it's, it's, a, whole new, uh, it's a whole new game, as they say. Uh, your chance to weigh in on the historic night. Andrew's in Canton. Andrew, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hey, how are you? I just wanted to say that I'm a police officer, and we're really looking forward to the support we're going to get from Trump. And I just wanted to speak on behalf of all the veterans and military out there and first responders that we're really looking forward to Trump supporting us and hopefully getting a little bit um, on our feet again. That that was not a uh, portion of the electorate that was in dispute. We know 
military um, and and police officers were were going to go in the, in the Trump uh, category before this. He had two major law enforcement groups, Fraternal Order of Police and one other, I can't remember if it was Benevolent or, but anyway, that came off early and stayed with him through the general, you know, came with him in the primary and then were back with him in the general. Uh, that typically union organizations, law enforcement, have been with the Democrat. Bill joins us in Buckhead. Bill, welcome to the show. Hey. Hey, Bill. Uh, it's almost a moot point, I guess, at this point. Uh, this, no, this is truly historic, and uh, we're just going to have to see how this plays out. But I, I want to bring up a couple points, uh, especially since uh, Trump is um, going to seemingly uh, is going to have to move his furniture into uh, a smaller house. house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's getting a step down in digs. Let me ask you a question, Bill. Um, yeah. Compare, because I know you were around for a Dewey Truman, the the shock of uh, the next morning for that compared to this shock. I didn't think I gave my statistics on all that, but, well, here's the thing. You know, you know going up to some of this, I was, I, I, I actually, I voted for Hillary. Mm-hmm. I, my first thought was, man, Donald Trump, the first day in the off in the White House, He's liable to say something that's going to just have missiles launched at us. That's the that's and, the, the true and, and biggest I think fear. A lot of people, yeah, I know, but you know, but anyway, here's uh, I'm, I got two points here. Quick uh, immigration. When's the last time you saw a Ken Burns special on that or uh, a CBS? Uh, that's been a nightmare forever. And why haven't we heard about any of that? I, I, I don't know. I did watch the Ken Burns baseball documentary, which was fantastic. I highly And the one on that. the Roosevelt's was very good. Very uh, good. Let's not forget jazz. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you, Bill. I'm sorry. Uh, again, I said this earlier in the show. I will be a lot happier if Kellyanne Conway is uh, his chief of staff. That will ease any fears I have of uh, a nuclear Don Trump. Uh, Donald Trump because because of the way she tamed his personality she, during the campaign. She all credit goes to her for for reining him in on the home stretch. Obviously, a steadying force. She needs to be in that cabinet. Charles is in Stockbridge. Charles, welcome to the program. How are you? Excellent, sir. How are you? Wonderful. Great program, guys. Thank you, buddy. I have to tell you, uh, I am just shocked and ashamed that this is who we're going to present to the world. As the leader of the free world, uh, it's just uh, not a good thing, I don't think. What does that, uh, you bring up an in- interesting point, Jared, you, you've been on the internet all night. Uh, how is the rest of the world reacting to uh, the 45th president of the United States? Fairly mixed. Uh, definitely among people my age, they're very upset. It seems like the millennial vote definitely went uh, to the left mm-hmm. for, for Hillary, but among my Twitter feed, uh, people are pretty happy, and uh, they're letting me have it now on there, which is funny because I didn't vote for Hillary. Well, we, we know the foreign markets are reacting. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the Dow futures are down. The Dow gonna, futures are Wall down. Street's going to go down tomorrow. But you know what? That happened after Brexit, yeah. and it leveled out, and it wasn't the end of the world. And these, this is The markets are just saying this isn't what we expected. Buy that's low, all. sell high. That's right. But, that's but right. Well, like, what, what's, the, uh, what's the Asian uh, community thinking? Um, not Not financially but 
Um, what, what's the, the leader of China waking up? What's uh, Putin thinking? What's uh, Merkel thinking? I think Putin's smiling, but there there haven't been. I mean, the Asian markets, other than the financial markets, the leadership of the countries, uh, he's commented on them. They haven't really commented on this yeah. race. I think it's just wait and see. Yeah, just like we are. I, I don't. You know, it was very interesting that during that speech, he didn't bring up immigration. Nothing. He didn't bring up the wall. No. He didn't bring up uh, the brought, Syrian refugees. He brought up unity, yeah. and uh, we're going to all healing. Gonna, we're yeah. all yeah, we're all going to be better off. That's probably and, Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, exactly. Definitely right. Kellyanne. Conway. Uh, Jarrell is in Taladang Dega. Jarrell, welcome to the show. Hey guys, I've been listening all night. I'm not shift worker truck driver. I've been listening since five thirty last night on the way into work. Great coverage on the WSB app there. Oh, very cool. Uh, are you are you a happy man this morning? Well, I'm relieved. I'm just, I'm, I'm relieved. I did not want Hillary. Um, I, I don't think, I mean, Donald Trump wasn't my first choice. I was a uh, Ted Cruz voter during the primaries, but, I mean, he's not an idiot. You don't get to be a millionaire, you know, whether you inherited it or you earned it. You know, you don't get to keep that money. You know, he filed bankruptcy years ago and, and, and made it back. I mean, that's experience. That's experience that President Obama did not have. Uh, that's experience that Hillary doesn't have. Uh, and just, I, they've got that real life, he's got that real life, business experience well you know and for years for years i think the uh, the drumbeat has been we need to run this country like a, a company yeah now now we get a chance to see if it, if it really works you know that for yeah. years um you know w- you know the 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 rallying cry has been we need to run we need a ceo of the of the since country since lee iacocca thought about running exactly. for president back in the late 70s people have been talking about this now it's you know, can't run the country exactly like a company because you got to deal with congress and sure. a bunch of other things we have checks and balances so we'll see how he he does there to pick up on what he was saying you know the democrats said oh he gives father gave him a million dollars there's an awful lot of children of rich people who have blown every penny that was given to them so it My, does take something. Including a to, few Kennedys. Absolutely. So it's not as if just because you're given money, it's, it's you not can not grow money. No. Right. I mean, uh, my grandfather from my bar mitzvah gave me a $50 savings bond. You still have it? That matures in uh, 2022. So Yeah, there you go. And I've, I still have that tucked away. That's so. why I wanted you. That's why I <laughs> wrote in Mark Arum. Kevin's up next on the program. Hello, Kevin. Hi. How's it going? What's going on, buddy? Not much. I'm calling from uh, Georgia Tech, actually, and I was supposed to be studying for my quiz tonight, but I got very little studying done watching the uh, very surprising outcomes of this election. Um, I don't blame you. I, I wanted to sleep till like 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. I woke up at 4, and I was just transfixed. I'm like, all right, I'm in for the long haul now. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'll am i be up for a while, but it's okay. It was definitely worth it to see uh, see this outcome. Quite a, quite a surprise. What What's the Tech campus? Has it been mostly uh, pro-Hillary? Uh, actually, I've been kind of surprised for a college campus. It's um, a lot of kids are kind of in their own bubble and don't seem to be to have been too concerned with it. Um, the past couple of weeks, there's been more talk around campus about the election, but in general, there hasn't been really nearly as much as I would have thought for uh, for a millennial college campus. Was there any campaign outreach by either of the the candidates at, at Tech? You know, to the young Republicans or the young Democrats signing up voters? Very little, actually. I saw a couple tables here and there throughout the semester, but um, but not much to speak of, actually. I remember when I voted in college. So I, I grew up in Connecticut, but I went to school in New York. And I remember having to do, I went, you know, I didn't vote in New York during the elections. I did the absentee ballot in Connecticut. So I wonder if even, you know, students at Georgia Tech or UGA from out of state didn't even vote in Georgia. Uh, you know, uh, tech students are all going to be rich and successful anyway. They don't care. The <laughs> they, they, it doesn't they hosted matter. two prior vice presidential debates there mm-hmm. at Tech in the first center, but uh, nothing this time. Yeah. 
Interesting. Uh, Sonia or Sonia, depending on what part of the country you live in, joins us in Powder Springs. Hello, Sonia. Hi, I'm from Gainesville, Georgia, so uh, it'll be Sonia. Sonia. All right, Sonia. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yes, hey. I call this um, the night of white flight. And I'll tell you why. Um, I think that Donald Trump won because a lot of white people are basically scared. They're scared of the upcoming demographics. They're scared that they did lose jobs, even if it was under the bushes. Um, they're scared. They, they just think the world is going to change. And I think what resonated with them was take us back to when we were great. That is scary for a lot of minority groups. What I remember saying on the air four years ago, it might have been even longer than that. I I literally thought we have seen our last white Anglo-Saxon Protestant president. I really thought that that was it. George Bush was it because of the changing demographics, because of the rising Latino superstars in the Republican Party, because of the female. Ca- I really thought. But I, I reject completely what that caller said. There's no no one kept people from going to vote for Hillary. There was nothing like that. There's no reports of any intimidation. The candidates matter. North Carolina, this, there was a little there was a little funny stuff going on. I'm just. But this, I think her point was the the people that have never voted before that I think turned this election. The white blue collars. Sure, they really responded to let's take this country back. I that's think, true, I but the African American vote was down. Absolutely. Hillary, the candidate, did not inspire no. uh, that anyone? constituency. Anyone, anyone, and that <laughs> anyone? constituency. And so I, I just completely reject that. I think a lot of people who voted for Obama in two thousand eight probably voted for Trump in twenty sixteen because in America we're willing to take a chance. It's a scratch off lottery ticket. Is basically. Uh, what this election might have been. It was like, well, do I want $5 here? I know I'm, I, you can give me a $5 bill. That's Hillary Clinton. Or I can chance for $5 million. You know, is it, is it worth, and I think a lot of people went with that. And whatever. I'm trying to find reasons why Donald Trump I, I is think president. I, but. I just, I, I don't, I reject that idea. Look, uh, when Obama ran in 2008, he had 94, 5, 6% of, of the African-American vote. This could have been the first female president and she struggled getting 50 yeah. percent of the women she just didn't inspire people right gender wrong candidate there you go. i think is is what we're doing all right i gotta go run over to tv you want me to finish this thing finish up? this thing up scott slade atlanta's Bring morning news coming up at uh 5 a uh, 4 30 a.m i'll continue the conversation on twitter at mark aram if you'd like while i'm doing the traffic thank you for joining us here on this historic night on wsb radio CBS News Special Report, Election 2016. And America's next president will be Donald Trump, the outsider with no political experience who upset a crowded Republican field to become that party's nominee and then did it again, defeating Hillary Clinton in the general election. No dream is too big, no challenge is too great. Nothing we want for our future is beyond our reach. America will no longer settle for anything less than the best. Trump was much more conciliatory than we have been seeing him. He was not the attack dog that we've witnessed 
on the campaign trail. But he's the president-elect of the United States now. So he extended olive branches. He said the country has to work together. One of the problems he's going to face immediately, besides uh, uniting the country, is the fact that he has not really spelled out a lot of the specifics of his policies. Correspondent Barry Bagnato at Trump headquarters needing 270. Trump has won at least 289 votes by just about sweeping the so-called battleground states. He had to win Florida, and he did. He had to win much of the upper Midwest, and he did. Trump's largest support came from whites without college degrees. Six in ten white women and seven in ten white men without a college degree cast their vote for Donald Trump. CBS News polling analyst Fred Backus, Trump promises to try to heal the nation's deep divisions and he will have a Republican-controlled Congress with which to try Hillary Clinton due to speak during the day. CBS News Special Report, I'm Tom Fody. Welcome back on this historic morning. If you're just waking up right now and haven't heard the news, we have a new president-elect, and the last name is Trump. Donald J. Trump is the president-elect of this country. I'm Eric Von Hessler. Mark Aram has run over to the TV side, but Bill Crane, senior political analyst here at WSB, is still with us. I know that you sometimes think I'm aging you there. I just mean you're at the top of the... You're the toppermost. I'm next to the producer That's exactly. And uh, Jared Yamamoto <laughs> is here. And uh, so we're going to finish this out with you. Uh, and also, at 4.30, Scott Slade will be in. Atlanta's first reaction to President-elect Donald Trump on Atlanta's morning news with Scott Slade. That'll be at 4.30. We're going to take off at 4. Just a couple minutes left here. Jared, what is the electoral count at right now? I mean, he is the president-elect, but uh, I'll be interested to see. It, this is not razor thin when we're talking about the electoral. This is a decisive victory. That's right. He needed 270. He's got 289 electoral votes. She has 218. How many uh, states are outstanding at this it, point? It looks like we've got New Hampshire, which is less than 100 votes apart with 94% of the vote wow. in. Uh, Michigan has got 93% in. That's still a toss-up. And uh, Minnesota looks like she's going to win. Uh, but again, he's already won. So, it so looks like she's he's won, it. and it's going to be decisive, but not a landslide. You'd need to be about like 322 yeah, or 323. Yeah, there are 538 electoral votes, so it depends right. on what percentage you would call it. But the, she carried you know, the West Coast, a good part of the Northeast. She she had a respectable showing, but not certainly what people were thinking going into this election night. Nobody called this. Nobody called this. Uh, no one thought this was going to happen, at least from the media side of things. Uh, I know somebody who did think it was going to happen because he kept saying it and that was donald j trump his believers uh the people who were with him for a long time we saw all of these rallies and donald trump has been saying for quite some time that there was a silent vote out there and many people pundits pollsters uh got it wrong scoffed at him said it couldn't happen said the way especially with the early voting that that stuff is going to be countered in and you weren't going to be able to go over that and he proved every single one of them wrong this is a an historic evening we heard from donald trump earlier hillary clinton decided not to speak to her people who were assembled which i thought surprised me uh, i thought that was kind of like being a sore loser i gotta be honest with you she'll say she did call donald trump and conceded to him, but sent her people home without any words from the podium, which I find... Apparently threatened to cut the power off to the media that was uh, waiting in the wings to, uh, I guess, interview they her. Told her. Oh, she, if, they, if the media would have stuck around, they were threatened, we're going we're gonna to pull the cord. They put John Podesta up there, and he didn't read from his emails. He actually told the crowd that she wasn't... <laughs> they weren't... That's really something. I, uh, Bill, I, speak to that. I, that surprises me. They lost... 
decisively. It's this. This isn't close. And I don't remember. I don't know what state they're contesting or looking at, but yeah. I heard, you know, I heard in that message that John Podesta read that we're going to have every vote count, every one of you counts, a reflection back to Al Gore, and I'm sure that she got some advice on make sure before you concede, it's done. Yeah. Um, but but when but MSNBC the, is calling, yeah. It. But given the <laughs> given the spread, yeah. the classier act would have been to address the truth sure. first, to make the call to Mr. Trump, yeah. and to have her night to say goodnight. Because yeah. look, those she, people worked a very long time. They she'll worked get hard tomorrow, but it won't be every network, and it won't be the same amount of attention. Yeah, I think it was. I, I think it was a little bit of a sore loser kind of thing going on there. And if you look at the popular vote too, they've both got a little over fifty-seven million each. So that might be that might be drawing some of the concern. But the electoral college is different than the popular vote, and this yes. is the same yeah. thing that they were complaining about in previous elections. And it's just like you know. It's, it's a, the Electoral College is a good thing. I don't understand why people complain about it when it doesn't go their way. Because they don't understand it. But he, yeah. he, Mr. Trump won roughly by the same vote margin, a half a million votes, that Al Gore won the popular vote but lost the Electoral College to George Bush in 2000. And so it is a historic evening, uh, whether you believe it or not, whether you like it or not, or maybe you're a completely elated President-elect Donald J. Trump. He will take office on January 20th and be uh, referred to as the 45th president, but I just want to, for some reason, it bothers me that there's only actually been, he'll be the 44th person to hold the office. Just Google Grover Cleveland. You'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, this has been a fantastic evening. Uh, WSB, as usual, done a great job. Started this at 4 or 5 o'clock this afternoon, ran through the whole thing. Thanks to Mark Aram, thanks to Chris Chandler earlier, uh, uh, Jamie Dupree doing his great work. We're going to go away for a little bit here, but coming up, we've got Atlanta's first reaction to President-elect Donald Trump on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Uh, Bill Crane, thank you for being here. Did I miss anybody? I think you got it all. Did I miss anybody? Clint, did I miss anybody at all? Anybody that did anything great tonight? Well, Chris Chandler had a great night. Chris Chandler was fantastic. Uh, good evening or good morning. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.